Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Thursday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport World Cup Daily Podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And, of course, you can check me out on Drive later today from 4pm. So, of course, we now know the lineup for Sunday's massive World Cup final as France will play Argentina after beating Morocco in the semi-final. Here's the fallout with the TalkSport presenters Adrian Durham, former England defender Stuart Psycho-Pierce and Nigel Adley. Has gone. And France are back in the World Cup final. Their quest to retain the trophy continues. But they have really got away with one here this evening. Somehow they've won this game by two goals to nil, but they were outplayed by Morocco. Well, he'll know more than anyone, Deschamps, how fortunate his team have been tonight. They've shown no character in this second half, no leadership in this second half. And to be honest with you, there's only been one team that's that's been out on the pitch, but they give a goal away cheaply in the first half, and maybe the three injuries as well have paid their price. France have been truly terrible, an ugly mess, but somehow they've made it to another World Cup final, and that might just be one of the worst semi-final performances I've seen in a long, long time. There was a stench from the French, and it didn't have the fragrance of World Cup winners. Yes, the tricklers are flying in that small pocket of France fans away to our left. But they all know they have got away with a big one tonight because Morocco at the start were a bit of a shambles. Lost the player in the warm-up, lost the captain after 20 minutes. But they reset and then they went for it. They were wild. They were unpredictable. And France couldn't cope with them. But they couldn't find the final pass, they couldn't find the finish, and they couldn't hit the back of the net. And after being disruptive with his manager, after looking injured, after looking like he couldn't be bothered, Mbappe turned on a bit of skill and made a second out of absolutely nothing. And all of a sudden the game is over. Morocco are in the third place playoff, and France get to their second successive World Cup final. They may not deserve it, but it is congratulations to France. But the story really is Morocco. They have been magnificent on and off the field throughout this World Cup. They gave it absolutely everything here this evening. At times they outplayed some of the best players in the world. They deserve so much credit, but it's France who will play for the prize that really matters. I just want to assess Mbappe's performance because at times there were flashes of brilliance, but more often than not, Stuart, there weren't flashes of brilliance and what we saw from Messi last night we didn't get 
from Mbappe. And Mbappe has been on the periphery of the game for so long, but he's had a major role in both of the goals, and that's often what world-class players do. I mean, overall, give me a mark out of 10 for Mbappe tonight. Really, really difficult one. I mean, he's ended up creating the last goal, that, you know, with a bit of trickery and a bit of movement. I'm not sure it's a pass, but it's ended up with the goal scorer coming in and scoring. But what I would say, I'll turn around and say, when his team needed him to at least drop back and help out the left-back who was getting roasted all night and something was needed that wasn't a natural part of his game, he wasn't available for him, you know, and it nearly cost his team uh, a place in the final. So does the uh, bit of skill at the end get him a five or is he on a four or three? Because I used to be a left-back... I would want my mate coming back to help the team out a little bit more readily, so give him a two on the back of that. OK, <laughs> two out of ten from Bappe. Wow, that's a headline. Bappe, at the moment, is a passenger for the French on this near side. I am a passenger And I ride and I ride worst boy band in the world have got back together uh, to uh, look forward to the game. Nigel Adderley, Stuart Pearce, Jim Proudfoot is with us here at the Albate. Argentina taking on France, Jim Proudfoot. Commentator for the final, first of all. Uh, I'm going to go for Argentina to be lifting the trophy. I do actually think it's going to be closer than perhaps it looks if you look at the, the two most recent performances. 2-1. I don't think they'll need penalties. They might need extra time, but I'm going to go Argentina 2, France 1. Stu? Definite Argentina victory for me. I think they're the side on the ascendancy. They've got all the home fans within the stadium. And Deschamps is scared stiff of using his substitutes bench because... You know, we've all been there. You look behind you and think, wow, all the best ones are out there still. And I'm only going to make it worse by putting them on. And you've only got to look, you know, two or three substitutions. And he only done that because he was really pushed to do it. I've tipped Argentina throughout, I think, 3-1. I tipped Argentina throughout. I tipped 3-1 as well. And I'm going to go for a messy hat-trick in the <laughs> final. <laughs> and I tipped England <laughs> throughout. Think make some headlines. <laughs> Unlucky. I wish you'd been right, and I wish I'd been wrong. From the Albate, where France have got through to a final against Argentina, you can hear it live on TalkSport on Sunday. Now, Moni Moni Simon Jordan got all sentimental about the idea of Leo Messi winning the World Cup on TalkSport. No, of course, that's just a lie. Jordan said he won't be getting teary-eyed if Argentina win the tournament in Qatar. He has no heart, that man, does he? It's going to be Messi who is in the 2022 World Cup final. And he's going to be there in inspirational form. Messi providing the platform with a goal and an assist here today. It was simply sublime. His benevolence leaves no stone unturned. He's an incredible footballer, absolutely. An incredible footballer, product of his generation, but I don't have any emotional investment in him. I have an emotional investment in English players. I don't live in this saccharine, sentimental world of sitting there going, oh, I really hope Lionel Messi wins the World Cup. No, I don't. If they win it, it's because they deserve to win it, and if they win it, it's because he will have yeah. been a contributing factor. Yeah. But I don't sit there pulling for him. I don't wake up in the morning going, I really hope that this is the day <laughs> that Lionel Messi gets his hands on a World Cup winner's medal. I don't. And if anyone else does, I think... Pinocchio time. It's all <laughs> sentimental rubbish. Rawwood and Ali McCoist, they had a super... They really did actually have a superstar on the breakfast show this morning. They were joined by the former Argentinian player, Ozzy Ardiles, who of course won the World Cup with Argentina in 1978. He said every Argentinian player wants to win the World Cup for Messi. The beauty of this team is that uh, 
they are incredibly close. All the players, everybody wants to do it for Messi. Messi wants to do it for the boys. It has been a change with Messi in uh, in the last two years. Say, in fact, since Argentina won the um, the America Cup in Brazil against Brazil, until then he was always compared with Maradona, and the comparison was not uh, fair. To be perfectly honest. Because he was brilliant in, in Barcelona, he was not that brilliant in playing for Argentina. But now all this is in the it's in the past. He really, really enjoying his World Cup, and I think we are very, very dangerous. Now let's put an old argument to bed: Is Leo Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo the greatest of all time? Talk TV's Piers Morgan brackets best mate of Ronaldo. Close brackets claims Messi isn't even the goat from Argentina. Messi's only ever done it for Barcelona, where all around him the entire time were the world's greatest players. Ronaldo has often had to lead that line pretty much on his own. So I, I think if you look at career goals, Champions League goals, Ronaldo's way ahead. He's better in the air. He's better with both feet, albeit Messi has a left foot wand. I can rack up a pretty large sheet of facts, which I think leads you to the conclusion that not only is Ronaldo the GOAT, but Messi is only the second biggest GOAT from Argentina. Now, here's former Swiss defender Johan Juru and Adrian Durham disagreeing with Piers. It's another classic Messi World Cup moment. He was before last night, in my opinion, yeah. It's just the way he plays. That's that's my kind of football. And I admire the ability and qualities that Ronaldo's got. I admire greatly Diego Maradona. Mm. Pele's record speaks for itself. There's, there's others you could talk about who are in the discussion. But for me, Messi, for doing it for that long and, and entertaining, I think it's the entertainment side of it. He, you could watch him all day when he's in that kind of form. Personally, I think that Messi is the better player because things come naturally. And uh, the way he can change a game, even today. And I think that's, that's this one that we have to take into consideration. That is today, he does the same thing that he was doing 20 years ago. On the world stage, we're looking at a semi-final of the World Cup where the guy changed mm-hmm. the game. You know, Ronaldo doesn't have that now anymore. Up steps Ronaldo, right footed, in, he's done it! Ronaldo has done it! If it was the proverbial wet Wednesday at Stoke and you had to bring on one player to absolutely score a goal to save your life? Would it be Ronaldo or would it be Messi? And I think most football fans might veer, I think, in that scenario to Cristiano Ronaldo to win a game for their lives. Right, time to hear from the former England striker Dean Ashton. Claiming that former England boss Fabio Capello wanted his three Lions players to be Italian. I don't even know what that means. Gabby's talked about it on on Talksport. Gerald's talked about it. Lampard, Rio, the, the the clicks within the squad because of that rivalry within the Premier League, and the England manager couldn't change that. Whether it was Sven, whether it was Capello, couldn't change it. I was there under Capello. Capello, what basically wanted us to be Italian, but we're English. End of the season, so the season just finished. Champions League finals just finished. Chelsea v Manchester United in Moscow. Then they come to to the group. He runs us for the first two days. That's 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 what he wants. He runs us hard at the end of the season in the first two days. That's what he wants from us. He wants us fitter. He wants 
you know, the group to be stronger. And you're and a that, super and that, match, and that, match fit. That is very much an Italian yeah. way yeah. in terms of working hard, running a lot. Yeah. Um, having heard people that have been over to Italy talk about that. You know, the diet totally changed. David James was 39 years old and being told exactly what he can and can't eat down to the tiniest detail. Now, people might say, well, you're a professional, you're playing for England, you do whatever you're told. But it's he, he tried to change so much that he alienated himself from everyone. He just, you know, just annoyed everyone with what he was, what he was trying to do. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. On to domestic issues now. Manchester United winger Jadon Sancho could be set for a spell on the sidelines, according to manager Eric Ten Hag. The club has placed Sancho on an individual training programme over the World Cup break because he isn't physically or mentally ready to play. Simon Jordan thinks he was overhyped before moving to Old Trafford. I look at it and I watch him and I don't think and have never thought that he was the player that people cracked him up to be. Even at Dortmund, he Even was magnificent. Well, I don't think we saw enough of him at Dortmund. We saw flashes of him. We saw highlights of him. We saw reputations being built over there. We saw this perception of him. We saw him doing a few tricks in the Euros last year that came on in flashes and people thought, oh, that's fantastic. He goes and passes three players in the middle of the park. What a player he is. And yet when he's come to Man United, I think the images of how good he is, people started to question his pace. Can he actually go past the player? People started to question his ability off the ball. And all of those questions have not been something this boy's had to contend with. Hmm. Because he went out from, from from Manchester City over to Dortmund, hit the ground running, and I don't think the level of competitivity in the Bundesliga is as compelling as it is in the Premier League. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast. From I'm back on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show at 4pm today. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport World Cup daily podcasts out first thing in the morning. So do what you got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport.